1: under the sea did it just get warmer there'll be no accusations just friendly crustaceans under the sea where the hell are the sharks
0: and now here's your dive guide for scuba radio greg the dive master
2: and welcome to hour two of the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master uh we got a lot of stuff to uh, navigate through this hour but good uh, thing
3: we have another 60 minutes
2: yeah and uh we we got at least a good quality two three minutes oh good well to, let me know show. when
3: that's coming up so i'll start paying attention
2: okay well yeah give me but, a heads up no uh, but but just but to I look know, at me
3: and like, give me a head nod
2: well i i will but i i want to give you this opportunity to clarify something you had a you had a question
3: yeah about? uh casey can you he hear me yeah of course yes? scuba radio scuba squad
2: connected casey the tobacco
3: nut yeah, yes. Casey was talking about um I he sounds like he's the one with the dry suit experience is that right?
2: right? Yeah. Cold water diving with a dry suit and a diaper.
3: Yeah, you were talking yes. about wearing a diaper. Mm-hmm. Uh Casey, I had two questions. One, uh do you have any trouble since you're wearing a diaper, do you have any trouble wearing your studded neck collar nope. under the <sighs> neck seal and also what about the ball gag under your regulator? Go hmm. ahead.
1: Uh, well, first I use a uh, pre- positive pressurized mask, which blows past the ball gag, and I put the studded wow. collar on the outside of the seal.
3: There, thank hmm. you. And, and
2: it's not tight enough where it closes off his carotid artery. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, because that would be dangerous. Jerry, the diver guy, obviously and does he wait until he gets topside to take his whipping. <laughs> oh, there's whips involved too. I'm well, just assuming it sounds fantastic. like a whole S and M thing. Wait, what about the rattler? Doesn't he have a rattler?
3: Oh God! Oh, you're thinking about the cream Abdul Jabber? <laughs> Somebody
2: just started snoring. I, you know, I don't know what's that all about. We put someone to oh, sleep again.
1: Jerry, any questions right now? Okay. All
2: right, that's I'll enough. Of you the silly Jerry's kids. tickled. All right. Yeah, but uh, you know, most uh, I don't think dry suit guys. I love how
3: Casey th- <laughs> Casey just answered that. Yeah, <laughs> just dry as hell. I love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, <laughs> no what pun you intended. do. Try
2: to uh, there, if you weed I am through a trained professional. If you Thank weed you. through all the nonsense, there actually are little nuggets of knowledge. Yeah, hey? you gotta
3: you gotta you gotta sift through them just like you're panning for gold. Right,
2: right. Nuggets, exactly. Uh, okay, so there is some other dive news that we want to cover today. Uh, one of them involves Shearwater Research, the dive computers uh, that uh, divers, yeah, uh, the most popular dive computer out there, I think, by far. You know, we've talked about the Peregrine uh, dive computer, which is their most recent model release in the last year or so,
3: I gotta which get is a little bit more
2: economical than the Terek, But uh, they did just come out with a new version of the Tarek, which is really sweet. And this is called the Journeys Edition. And, uh, you know, it's it's basically, I, I think the guts are of the computer are the same, but it's more like an appearance package. But it looks impressive. And it's inspired after the, uh, you know, like the old-time divers, the commercial divers and the helmets, you know, like a Mark, Mark V helmet type of thing. So it has that kind of bronze frame to the uh, bezel of the cool. uh, dive computer. It looks really impressive. You can check it out. At uh, Shearwater.com. It's the Tarek Journey Edition. It goes on sale uh, literally. uh, Well, it just went on sale this weekend. Would that be considered bling? I don't know. It it would be uh, another thing like, you know, just saying, hey, I am cool. I am a diver. We have no one here
3: under 60 we can ask, but maybe one of our listeners can. True.
2: I mean, you know. You could go around like uh, Casey and brag about the fact that you wear diapers in your dry suit, or you could wear a Tarek and really show the world that you know your stuff, that you are a a proud diver, and you have the dive computer slash dive watch uh, to prove it. You know, I haven't seen one of those
3: bronze deals since the Egyptian magician. Really? (laughs) Well,
2: I don't think you've looked uh, hard enough there, CJ. Maybe not. (laughs) You know it, it's out there, but Shearwater, uh dot com. They're always doing new and cool things. The Journey Edition Tarek available now, and uh, go check it out.
3: And then you have to say, "Don't stop believing." Then, you know what? Um,
2: I, I don't know if out. there's any connection. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> yeah.
3: To, to the band a tough that time is with this Dive computer <laughs> So sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then he he leaves on cue. As he should, go to go to the corner, please. Yes, go to the corner. Stay in the corner for a while. You deserve it for that. <sighs> oh, <boy. laughs> All right. So uh, the Gomez well, Hilton, we Captain Walt Martini is uh, is is been a little bit, you know, missing in action lately. And um, but we're going to try to connect with him because, and the reason he hasn't been on Scuba Radio recently is because. He has been, well, He's he's been renovating um, the Gomez Hilton down there in South Florida. It's went through some major, major upgrades Yes, uh, to get prepared for the uh, season. I mean, we're in high season right now. So, you know, uh, Captain Walt is, uh, you know, it, it looks like he's going to be joining us, we hope. We're going to try to connect with him in just a bit and uh, find what? out what these involved. Of course, they do involve upgrades to the outdoor tiki room area and as you would expect well, it's
3: bigger than a hut it's actually almost too big to be called a hut now because it's like more than three times its original size well
2: i mean okay tiki
3: building It tiki it, it is
2: uh well it, it's it, it is a, a com- pretty much a commercial facility things like what 20 by 40 or something it's huge it's one of the biggest tiki bars in south florida i believe now I mean, it is nice. Yeah, it is. It
3: is super nice. Yeah. It is, it is nicer than a lot of bars I've been to. Right. So, Does you that know.
1: mean he put out more chase lounges for us to sleep on?
3: Well, Ian, I, I,
2: I, I don't
4: seating.
2: know. We, we, we're going to uh, try to connect with Captain Walton, get a firsthand report if things go as uh, planned. But, you know, it, it could be a little bit late already. I don't know. And, Maybe uh,
1: he actually put chairs out under some sort of cover so we don't have to sleep in the rain.
2: Well, no, no, you, you, yeah, there's
1: a
3: lot of covered area.
2: Look, you, there's plenty of room for you out on the deck. You just, uh, if you want to wear your diaper, that's fine. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, they don't. You don't want to leave. You don't want to make a mess. I mean, <laughs> the place has just been upgraded. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: you shouldn't get on me about that, Greg. I'm not getting on you.
2: I'm just pointing you're out. You're uh, the one that some obvious pulls
1: diff- my chain. So
2: <laughs> what? That is that. That th- is called off the air chatter. Wait, I thought we discussed this
3: here right now. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of this. Do we? <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: God! I, I would not rule. <laughs> I would not use the word "bottom" in any kind of sentence when you're talking
3: about that kind of stuff. Come on, quit yanking me! Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, we'll we're going to connect with Walt hopefully here in just a bit. But uh, the other big thing happening this week is we got some new scuba radio gear in. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Am ready. Let's this? do it. All right. What, let what me. Got? I'm gonna right here. I'm gonna show, show this to the squad. These are these are available at scuba scubaradio.com through deeply designs, but we got our first samples. Here that we're showing up on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live and Twitch. So we have Scuba Radio Rash Guards with a you know big like you know uh, like a Superman Scuba Radio logo right on the chest. So it'll pop right through your dive gear and show your love of sc- You yeah, know, try this out, Scuba or uh, CJ. See what you think of that. That looks pretty nice. Thanks. Nice material. I'll take it. No, it's not for keeping. that's for looking, <laughs> too late, and displaying. Awesome. See what too you late think of that. for that. Does it, The quality of that's pretty nice, though. Finally, isn't it? finally. You know
1: what he means when he says you can't up. have it, CJ. It means he has it.
3: Well, if it's I pee him. in it, then nobody wants it. Well, <laughs> it, it, I don't think you could. Uh, that's what you got to do. I don't need. think you could
2: do that in a rash guard. Unless, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't put it on a like rash. a pair of pants. What the hell's wrong with you? You don't want it. No. Oh, jeez. got
3: the opening in the bottom? is so convenient. All right. You don't want this. Yeah. You don't want this bag.
2: Okay. We also have this thing. So the other thing I asked our designer, <laughs> Catherine Castle, to create for us was a scuba radio uh, this cap. This pretty good. Uh, like a dive cap. This is pretty good quality. So you look at this. See? what I'll, I'll support this <laughs> thing. What, what are you laughing <laughs> Hey, look.
1: Barry <laughs> the Boater just me, joined us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. So it it is kind of an odd. It's white, but it has a Scuba Radio logo. Like, you know, you wear this you know, over your noggin. I I could use that. Try that. I don't get sunburned. Yeah, you don't get, you know, it's like a do-rag kind of thing with Scuba Radio logos on it. And it does kind of, you know, it does kind of look like Barry's watch cap. That's how you catch COVID. Excuse me? Oh, boy. All right, more coming up. Stay close.
3: This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Conventional underwater scooters can be heavy, unwieldy, and underpowered. At just over 8 pounds and with speeds of up to 7 miles per hour, the Scuba Jet Pro dive scooter is a game changer and fits in your dive bag. The Scuba Jet Pro uses an eco-friendly jet engine with impeller technology. With adapters, it can even power paddleboards, canoes, kayaks, and all kinds of water sports equipment. It's the most versatile scooter you'll ever own. Learn more and get the Scuba Jet Pro at scubajet.com. That's scubajet.com Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers.
4: Scuba radio. Scuba radio. Prepare to
1: rig for dive!
0: Your surface interval is complete. You're now clear to dive with Scuba radio.
1: Scuba radio.
0: The world's first radio show devoted to diving.
1: Dive,
2: dive, dive.
1: Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident.
0: Brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself a safe house or a relative close by. Lay low for a while, because you're probably wanted for murder. So tell me about your you know, I, mean, I can heat up the pool a
1: little before you dive in.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Okay. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. CJ's in the studio with me. Just tried on his new scuba radio rash guard, uh, just for sizing. Uh, large,
3: probably. Yeah,
2: uh, they're supposed to fit kind of snugly, like a like a bike you know bike shirt, like, like a so. hug. Okay.
1: Some of us are built larger than you, little weasels. Well, they we stretch snugly.
2: Well, no, they stretch, and they, there's bigger sizes than large. You can get an XL, maybe even a double X. I don't know. You have to go up there on the website at Scuba Radio. It's Deeply designed, uh, is, is the website. will take to you, but we nice. have links to it from Scuba Radio.
3: Nice and thick.
1: Do we do we mm-hmm. put in Greg's discount? Yes, our- we
2: we have a crew discount. Yeah, email me yeah. after the show, Casey. It's twenty okay. percent uh, uh, over list.
3: Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> right, which is how much less than normal retail? I got a diaper. I'll sell you.
2: <laughs> that's slightly used. That is not right. What is wrong with you people? All right, uh, look, a couple little uh things I want to get out there in all seriousness. Our hearts go out to the family of Tom Mount uh he yep. passed away this week. Tom Mount, if you don't know. Was a uh, pioneer in the dive industry, especially when it came to uh, dive at Nitrox. Uh, He's like the founder, I believe, or one of them from uh, INTD. He's done so many things. Good friends with uh, our buddy Neil Watson. Uh, You know, similar stature in the dive industry. Uh, we lost him this week, which is sad news for the dive industry. So once again, I uh, just wanted to get it out there. If you haven't heard, it's all over social media and the dive industry, and it, it's, it is it's sad. He was a super nice guy. I didn't know him r- real well, but every time I did talk to him, he yeah, actually— I'm glad He was nice to you. Yeah, he acknowledged Because
3: he didn't know you that well.
2: Maybe he knew he, you. Maybe either. that was <laughs> the case. But uh, but he was a, a great guy, and a lot of people respected him, and he, he had a great contribution Uh, To the dive industry, especially along the lines of nitrox, I was talking to Neil about this, and you know, back in the day when when nitrox uh, came on the scenes, scene, uh, some of the other agencies, uh, you know, called it voodoo gas. Uh, Even Neil, Neil Watson, uh, when nitrox came out, he wasn't a big fan of it because you know he had his operation in the Bahamas, and and uh, to offer nitrox, you have to. You know, have uh, membrane systems, and you have to mix the gas properly to, you know, make nitrox available and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was, um, you know, it's more work, honestly. And he was like, I don't, need, you know, I don't know if I want to take on the extra, uh, you know, and uh, you know, j- challenge and responsibility to to create this extra gas. But you know, it started off a little slow. There was a lot of blowback. Uh but the, finally the um, benefits of diving nitrox or enriched air, as we call it today, outweighed uh you know the extra effort and uh you know issues uh associated with uh diving that particular gas. You know, because really the only downsides of mat uh you know, of nitrox really is is uh you know, uh, oxygen your,
4: toxicity.
2: Yeah, your maximum operating depth, which you know, so there's a certain le- level or depth that you can go on nitrox that is safe. If you go beyond that, you're at opening yourself up to problems with oxygen. Isn't that like 100,
3: 110, something like that? Well, it depends the on, mixes.
2: It, depends on the, it depends on the target depth. Uh, it depends on the mix that you have in your tank. So, right. say and like you a, mix
1: it per target depth. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, so the standards are usually 32, maybe 36. So, like, 32 generally, it's around 110, 120, or something like that. Uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah, it, it, you know, it has a lot of benefits because you can dive multiple times and not get into decompression problems because of nitrox. Well, it
4: shortens your shortens your surface interval.
2: Right. So it give, well, the, gives you more bottom time safely.
1: That's It's been a while, so some of the nitrox, policies might change, but don't you need a uh certain rig and different yeah. O rings and it has to be a clean system.
2: Well it has to be a clean system fill. on the fill, yeah. But uh yeah. but 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 uh, you know that's up to the guys filling your tank, isn't it Jerry?
4: Uh, I think so. But yeah what what Casey's talking about is designated gear for it. Right. One well, that you just want to use just for nitros, Yeah. Right. Because well, of the cleaning system in it.
2: Well, you're talking about the tank and the compressor, not necessarily yeah. regulators, even though they well, do. Well,
4: yes, regulators too. Well, yeah, it depends yeah, on the betray.
2: depends on the type betray. of diving you're doing, though. Too right. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting more into technical stuff and caving and things like that, yeah. yes, uh, and deep diving. That's where I thought our it a special system. Basically, had to
1: deal with any petroleum-based products like rubber O-rings or. Uh,
4: that's you know. the that's the big thing with it with like the, the the lubricants that they coat the O-rings
2: with, right? Like
4: that. Yeah, the lube. I got a well, that's, diaper. That's I'll a sell big you. deal.
2: But it really comes into—it's not so much of an issue at like 32. But if you get into technical diving where you're doing a like a 50-50 mix of oxygen, that's where it becomes a, a problem with the type okay. of lubricants and things like that, because you know oxygen actually is flammable. And and so when you get into the more technical, extreme levels of diving, that's when, you know, specific rigs or regulators and things like that for nitrox become uh, a factor, per se. Yeah, I was in there with the dive gods
1: at my shop, and I just didn't want to get involved with it at the time because… It wasn't as clear cut and as easy to do
2: when right start well exactly, and that's why like I said, Neil wasn't really a big fan of it when it first uh, came on, but uh, it went out and it, it's definitely mainstream these days, and people like Tom Mount were you know were pioneers in making that uh, you know making that possible, so uh that's one off of the biggest pioneers of it was Dick Rutowski, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely, all those guys yep. So, you know, that's one thing. You know, there's another story that kind of popped up on our radar today. I think it was Pete from Scuba Board. This is actually an old story, but uh, this is where they're taking, you know, uh, air tanks and dive equipment and using it in unique ways. But I don't think this one's going to go as mainstream, or it hasn't. I mean, the story's like, I don't know, five years old. But basically, this guy was taking pot smoke, filling it into a scuba tank. And thinking that, hey, yeah, then I just pop my regulator in my mouth and get a hit, and I'm good to go. Obviously, uh, the guy I believe was in California, but his, uh when Boston, he did this I was
4: in Boston
2: was it? Read well, the that's article. even worse. No, well, you know, it's an old story.
3: <laughs> I didn't know it was old. Yeah, it was I like 2016.
2: You know, oh, okay. we, we covered it when it first came out, and you know, but the, but the problem the guy used an old scuba tank because he, hey, this could be a good way to you know create a a new way to to get my high, but the problem was he didn't know what he was doing and he blew up the tank in the process. Which uh, he was very very
1: drunk that's a at the lot time. of pot smoke to blow up a tank.
3: Yeah, well, you know the he whole knocked it
2: over compressed air thing. It exploded. And, yeah, it's uh, we don't advise that kind of stuff. That's not what you're dive gear for. More coming up. Stay close. Scuba radio.
3: Scuba. Scuba, 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 scuba. scuba radio. Friend I
4: know, he's got the world's first scuba diving radio show. So now everywhere
3: I am, and
4: everywhere I go, the first thing that I tune to is
2: scuba radio. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. CJ's in the studio with me. And uh, you never wanted to use your gear like that guy in Boston, right?
3: No. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't think... that, I mean, that, it is a unique idea. It probably would have worked had he not been drunk as hell when he I tried it. And he—I don't think he knocked it, he work, knocked it would over. It? And it was some kind of aluminum tank that was banned, right? And yeah, it just it ex- before
4: 1993, mm-hmm. it
3: exploded, and did, that was the end of that. It made him a little less of a man, if you know what I'm saying. Mm, what, no, what do you mean? Chopped his balls off. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> castrated him. Okay, that'll teach <laughs> us. Okay, which is probably good because this through. guy, this guy should not reproduce. Good point. So
2: right, I agree. But yeah, that's not a proper use of your scuba gear by any stretch. But of what the imagine.
3: real, the real sad thing is, the real tragedy of the story is that we'll yeah. never know if it would have worked or not.
2: Hmm. I don't know if that's uh, a tragedy. It is. No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of other ways to get your fix if you're into that kind of thing. You don't need to use your regulator and dive gear for that kind well, of I stuff. Why? Just
3: use your old one or your extra one. No, that's that was one.
2: the problem. He used the old stuff. He thought, hey, "I'll use stuff I don't use well, anymore." Well, I mean, just
3: get a tank that you know can handle. That. No,
2: no, no, no. That's not uh, appropriate. <laughs> that's not. Uh, that's not. you right, Frown right, on that right, type of right. activity.
3: Don't just frown on it. Bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it so, is creative. Yeah, you know, well, I'll give him that. much. Hand,
4: he could use these CBD all for it. That for for what
2: exactly? <laughs> you
4: can give
2: on here. it for the pain. Hi. Okay, we're talking about a different kind of uh, ointment to uh, help the healing process. Is that what he's yeah. saying?
3: I'd, yeah.
2: Okay. B B D. All right. There's it that It Cures I guess. everything. Yeah, that and moonshine. I believe if you drink enough of that, you don't care what kind of pain you're in, right? I think that's how it works. You
3: can smell the chicken manure.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too.
0: All right, more coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio.
1: Bula Vinaka, I'm Maggie Khan
5: of Matava Eco Resort. Nadeva, Kandavu, south of the Pacific Islands in Fiji. You are listening to Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to scuba diving. And now here's
1: a guy I got liquored up enough to put on a grass skirt. Greg the dive muscle. Greg,
2: you wicked girl. <laughs> this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. Yeah, I think we are going back to, uh, to Fiji uh, this year. You know, it's Scuba Radio's 25th year anniversary. And uh, we are in uh, discussions to see if we can make that happen for the big party uh, or one well, of I several. Hope I'm in
4: discussion with it. Why is that? Go hang out yeah. with my buddies.
2: Yeah, you you want to uh, you want to put on a grass skirt? Do you, Jerry? I'll
4: put on a grass skirt.
2: Yeah, technically it's Please called. Don't. Uh, well, there's grass skirts, and then there they in Fiji they have those. Uh, they call them sarongs because they're so they're wrong. So wrong. That's when you put them on, especially a guy like Jerry, the diver guy. Now, if you're someone like so uh, Mermaid Rachel, I mean, they encourage that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But
3: uh, I guess
2: she's with us now. She joined the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. We actually, I think, she tapped out with Katie uh, the Tobacco Nut, and Rachel. Uh, Rachel tapped in. Rachel, how are you? How are you doing?
5: I am doing well. How about you guys?
2: Good. We're talking about wearing grass skirts in Fiji. Have you ever done that? Because I know you're, oh, you've been I, all over.
5: I have never actually been to Fiji. That is definitely on the diving bucket list. Yeah. Um, cut it out that way as well as pull out I'd love to do that as well.
2: Well there you go. But uh, the grass skirt thing that's had and shown up in some of your like fire eating and twirling activities Oh, she does that. Yeah, too. I
5: tend to I tend to stay away from the grass skirts with the fire dancing. Oh, there's you know, that. like uh,
2: any scary. highly flammable uh, attire probably not <laughs> the best uh costume or outfit for participating in those kind of activities. But uh, yeah, where are you uh, today? You look all bundled up when I'm looking on uh, yes. YouTube and Facebook Live and Twitch. Are you in some kind of cold weather area as we speak?
5: I am. I'm actually in Washington at the moment. Ah. So I'm um, bouncing around back and forth. I'm uh, also picking up some shifts in a pharmacy. And so um, I'm basically just working in a pharmacy. Came out here for a little bit, and then I'll be headed back to Vegas uh, next week
2: okay all right well uh yeah i she's in the cold uh real great right north glad i'm not you i guess is the first uh, well, thing the
5: diving out here is not so bad it's pretty really? cool, especially in the winter the visibility is amazing
2: so yeah are you into the cold water diving we were talking about that earlier and uh you know uh jerry says no uh, uh <laughs> cj says i i may have talked him into maybe doing some diving in alaska but have you done some stuff up there in Washington yourself, or no?
5: Yes, actually. So I made it all the way up through Rescue Diver here in the Puget Sound, um, and it was cold. And I was a broke college student, so the cheapest time to take your courses was in the middle of the winter. And so you know, you come out and you're in your seven mil wetsuit and you feel like the Michelin Man, yeah. and. Uh, Like, I got all the way up to rescue diver and then decided that when it came time to, you know, becoming a dive master, I was going to do it somewhere warm. So I went to Thailand.
2: Right. Well, there you go. That sounds more appealing for sure. But you did the seven mil wetsuit thing. Did you ever do the dry suit deal or no?
5: Yes, I did do the dry suit certification. Um, I'm still a fan of the wetsuits, though, Um, especially with free diving. It's gotten, you know, it's just way easier and less bulky. Right. Um, so I've, I, I just kind of brave the cold. Um, but there, there are some beautiful, like, you know, shipwrecks out here and dive parks and stuff. So, you know, Seattle and the Puget Sound area are pretty cool.
2: Okay. Well, you know, we, we were hoping to get to Fiji. We were already talking about doing another trip to, uh, I, or I'm looking into the possibility of getting over to the Galapagos this year, which for me Ooh. is extremely cold. Because it's in the the water's temp is in the 60s, depending on uh, when you go uh, around there, are, you know Darwin and all that kind of all that stuff. It's, it's cold. It is cold for a Florida warm water wuss like me. But uh, <laughs> you know, if I go the first time I went to the Galapagos years ago, you know I did the same thing. I had a seven eight mil wetsuit, and I was like the Michelin man. But even that, after a couple dives, I was dying. And I was like, oh, I you know, if I go back to the Galapagos and it's like in the sixty sixty five degree range, I think I got to bring a, a dry suit to really you know be able to conquer uh, the temperatures that are thrown at you. It, it, it varies wildly. Sometimes it would be closer to sixty, and sometimes it get up into the you know uh, closer to seventy. And when it was there, I was like, yeah, seven eight mils okay, but you know. uh, Anything sixty five and below, I was like, oh, I was dying after a few minutes. But you're you're oh a little bit you 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 were you could uh, endure that a little better than I. It sounds like. You think? Oh
5: yeah, well, um, that's what the teaching conditions are like out here as well. So um, I taught a course here at the end of October, and the water was yeah in the sixty degree range. Um, and then I actually just taught a course in Vegas, like in December, and. You know there's snow on the mountains, but you're you're in a seven mil wetsuit, and you know that lasts you for a good two to three hours um but i'm I'm also diving the open cell wetsuits so they keep you a little bit warmer for the the amount of um thickness of the wetsuit
2: okay uh, but you're saying you had snow in Vegas
5: uh no, just out on the mountains, so you go down into the valley and you're fine right. But it was just funny because i had a I got a picture of my student after he was done with his course. And there's him in the foreground, and the lake is all nice and it's beautiful and it's Vegas desert. And then if you look in the far back, there's like mountain, there's snow on the mountains. Wow. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. There's so,
4: snow on my mountains right now.
2: And that's <laughs> hey, a euphemism for sucks. that he needs. It's colder than hell outside. Uh, just rub some <laughs> CBD oil on it and you'll be fine, Jerry. All right. Uh, <laughs> when you're in Vegas, are you diving Lake Mead? Is that what you're doing or what?
5: Yeah, so Lake Mead, Lake Mojave. Uh, I've also done some diving in Lake Tahoe. If you guys ever get to go out that way and you have access to a boat, there's a really cool underwater dive park with over twenty seven different wrecks. Nice. Um, so that's that's pretty cool as well. And you know, Lake Tahoe has amazing visibility as well.
2: Yeah, the uh, lakes were
4: almost empty out there.
2: Well, yeah, they're draining <laughs> down yet. with the drought and stuff like that, but they still yeah, got water in them. Yeah,
5: there's a rumor that they're gonna drain Lake Powell to fill up Lake Mead, and I'm hoping to hit up some of the slot canyons before that happens. Um, I hear that there's, you know, just looking online, there's some GPS coordinates for different slot canyons that people scuba dive.
2: Slot canyons, that's what you you just mm-hmm. said. I, I don't even know mm-hmm. what that means. What? Are, those are just like little valley waterways that yeah. lead into Lake Mead or something, or what?
5: Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever seen like those really pretty pictures of people hiking around in the desert. and They have like those really thin canyons and it's beautiful red yeah. sandstone or the red rocks like that.
2: and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
5: Yeah, exactly. So apparently out in Utah, um, along Lake Powell, there's some beautiful spots that you can explore those slot canyons, except they're underwater. And so um, I have yet to actually check them out for myself. I have like a bookmark tab. Um, on my, on my browser that has like different GPS coordinates for places to check out.
2: Nice. Well, that sounds, uh, interesting for sure. I mean, I I would do that. Jerry, you would go, uh, do something like that. I
4: definitely would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, the water in the, in the lake in those canyons, I mean, it's still pretty cold year round or no.
5: Oh yeah. 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 Lake Mojave. Um, so Lake Mojave is fed by, um, pretty much the bottom of Lake Mead and so it's pretty uh, chilly
2: mm. like we're talking about what, yeah, like, what are you talking like about
5: degrees oh it's that
2: cold oh geez
5: it's in the 50s right now yeah and okay. during the summer like right. you come out and your face is numb and
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
4: i'll be more than happy to go on the boat and support you oh okay he's gonna be a bubble <laughs> well, watcher we can,
5: we can take some sup, and we can take some support. Y'all, y'all can out, take my or, like, gopro or i'll
4: or just tell everybody i did
2: it <laughs> you'll lie but that's not fair
5: it's It's really fun doing the Colorado River, though, especially when there's a current because you you get like a if you go upstream and then you just you can just drift dive down. And, you know, there's a bunch of kayakers that go through there. So you can pick up cell phones and fishing poles and
2: dead bodies, knives, guns.
5: (laughs) I haven't haven't seen any of those yet. (laughs) Okay, All
2: right. Well, I didn't never I never thought about that uh, possibility. Actually, it does sound kind of cool if you can tolerate the cold or come up with. Some kind of thermal protection, whether it's dry suit or whatever, and uh, do something well, like that. Maybe we can get some of those heat those
4: those oh, heated, heated rash uh, guard. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, do I was about, I to ask would about do that. Have that. You guys tried those? those?
2: Yeah, I actually I have one. Yeah, I've used that a couple okay. of times. Uh, yeah, I actually, that's how I did uh, Redondo Beach in California. I had a heated rash mm. guard, and we had that, a couple of. them. That
4: would Be the only way that I would do that,
2: Greg. A heated rash guard or a dry suit? Yes.
4: He did everything thermals from
2: head to toe. No, you only put it around your uh, your torso. You don't put it around your nether regions or anything, Jerry. It ain't going to do anything about that. It will not solve the issue of uh, well, that sucks. Shrinkage. <laughs> so uh, it's going to happen. Sorry, uh, but but no, it does work because it warms up that layer of water inside your wetsuit which is what you know keeps you warm it's a thin little layer of water uh that you know your body warms up on a typical wetsuit It can only do so much a heated rash guard adds a little extra oomph to it and uh it travels around the whole your whole body and keeps you warm all right more coming up stay close
0: would you like to talk diving greg the dive is all toweled down and ready to take your call now Call Scuba Radio at one 88 scuba
3: Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers
2: hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market from an iphone to a full set of dive gear whatever you need to shield from the elements nanook professional protective cases has the size shape and color for you go to nanook.com that's n-a-n-u-k.com for nanook professional protective cases the evolution of protection
0: The world's first radio show devoted to diving
2: Dive, dive, dive Sweet zombie Jesus It's
0: huge Whoa, that's big A colossal mouth bass It's diving It's pulling us under Everyone into the ship
2: Divers, this shows for you, your friends, your neighbors, your dive buddies, too. Cause you all know this is the show. For those who go, we're proud to blow. Now, this sounds like the place to go, so everybody go with the flow. Cause we like a little scuba diving show, we call scuba radio. I said, This sounds like the place to go, so everybody go with the flow. Cause we like a little scuba diving show, we call scuba radio. I said, This sounds like the place to go, so everybody go with the flow. Cause we Like a little scuba diving show We call Scuba Radio This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving I am Greg the Master. CJ in the studio with me Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad Made up of Jerry the Diver Guy, Bubble Boy, and Mermaid Rachel Who is up in Washington right now And and Rachel, I gotta ask Have you been doing any diving up there? I mean, right now it'd be like an ice dive situation If you went underwater, Uh, wouldn't it? I've
5: actually... I've been trying to do some ice diving and the nearest lakes that I've been able to scout out are at least like an eight mile snowshoe too. So, oh,
2: jeez. Um, so it'd be a so, bit of a hike, uh, let alone a dive.
3: That,
5: yeah. Like we were talking about the logistics for it. Like, you know, obviously you'd want to do it on breath hold. So you don't have to carry as much stuff, Yeah, but you know, you'd still have to pack like you know your ice saw And maybe like a few pieces of firewood So maybe you could like run back to a fire After you're cold right? And then right. yeah hiking all of your stuff back down I did that during the summer a lot Like we would free dive some alpine lakes out here
2: Yeah, uh-huh.
5: um, But yeah No I, I definitely want to do that at some point And winter diving is actually pretty cool here
2: Well I mean I know I'm not the only one thinking God bless her, uh, so. This particular question But uh, <laughs> the the one big question Would be why uh, why why would you do this i mean it's just um,
5: so it's actually really pretty here so during the winter uh you don't have all of the blooms and the kelp forests are absolutely gorgeous yeah um the puget sound is one of those places where you can dive with giant pacific octopus and the wolf fields one.
2: what about the wolf mm-hmm. fields oh but you haven't seen the I- giant octopus
5: I still haven't. Yeah. Like they were hanging out at about a hundred feet. And like the last time I went out to a dive site where there's like a regular octopus den, I was on breath hold. Um, and I was with somebody that was less experienced. So, you know, you want to dive with the level of your buddy. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to check that out at a later point. You can also do it in the Tacoma Narrows. Apparently there's some places out there. Hmm. Um, Edmonds underwater park is amazing. That's just a tiny bit North of Seattle. Um, but they've actually created a dive park um, with, like, different—it's it's basically, like, rope lines that you can follow to different um, things that have, they've sunk along the way. So, like, right. different boats, and you can see nudibranchs. Um, and then, yeah, like, tons of plumose sea anemones. So. And, and what tons, about the wolf fields?
2: Are they got the wolf fields I, around there, too, or no?
5: They do. And then they have cabazons. Um, they have some pretty—oh, bi- the link cod. Um, they're okay. fairly docile. Yeah, like um, the big old sea bass like looking thing.
2: Yeah, but yeah. what was the one before that? The what? You said something. Link cod? No, but right before that one. What was the critter you said? Cabazon? Before? Yeah, what is that? Cabazon? What do yeah, you mean?
5: They're, they're another big fish. Oh, okay. They're, they're another fairly big fish.
2: But you've you never seen the, the wolf eels.
5: I haven't seen a wolf eel either. Those are like the two things on my bucket list up here to see. So wolf eels oh, okay. and giant Pacific octopus. I like think that's the octopus.
2: Yeah, that's what you hear about. You know, I, I've seen the videos uh, when you're talking about diving Puget <laughs> yeah. Sound, and, and I, you hear about the wolf fields, you hear about the giant octopus. Uh, but you're, you Have you
5: guys heard about—oh,
2: yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, no, go, what, what? Have I heard about what? Have you
5: guys heard of Deception Pass?
2: No. Explain.
5: Okay. So there, that's another bucket list dive site out here that I'd love to do. It's, uh, it has some pretty significant up-and-down wellings. Um, and it's it's very very current sensitive dive site that you'd want to do from a boat, um, but because the currents are ripping through there so much, it brings in a lot of nutrients, and mm-hmm. it's one of the few places that you can see uh, tropical colors except in cold water diving. Um, so very that's nice. Well, it sounds
2: sounds like the Galapagos. Out. They got a site what? called the Washing Machine with the same type oh. of thing, uh, so,
4: and, so
2: and, have and you the ever currents are going every
4: Seba, and Dominica and the Bahamas, or any place like that.
5: Yeah, I was actually in the Bahamas. Yeah, I was actually in the Bahamas (laughs) last year. The Dominica's on the to-do list. I have some buddies who want to go train out there. Um, But we got to dive Dean's Blue Hole um, last year, which was a pretty phenomenal dive site. And that
2: was a free dive as well, I assume. When you're doing Uh, the Blue Hole, yeah, (laughs) yeah. She's obviously a big time free diver. What what is your? uh, I mean, you know, it's not necessarily the time, but what what is your like personal best? How do you rate yourself as a free diver rachel
5: um i you know I'm at the professional like instructor level, but I'm yeah. definitely not competitor level so yeah. I have a over a five minute breath hold um, and I'm looking to get into the six minute range this year, so I've been training for that and then um max depth is forty one meters so one hundred forty seven feet
2: nice so that is crazy you, that's a
4: superpower.
2: You, Are you kidding me <laughs>
4: How could you take a Say somebody that holds their breath 30 seconds up to mm-hmm. a four-minute mark or something. How long would it take you to train them?
5: Uh, it's, it really depends on the person. Um, so for the first few minutes, uh, the urge to breathe is actually caused by a buildup of carbon dioxide. So it really depends on their level of CO2 tolerance. Um, it also depends. like Some people have a huge fear of holding their breath or feeling like they're going to suffocate. And you know, so then, then it's kind of a cerebral thing. So if it's your mind that's the block, um, then you know we we go through a series of exercises that way. Yeah. If what, if, uh, what if they're, they
2: they have no dope. mind, or it's been shot, <laughs> and, and they just
5: go for it? <laughs> screwed
2: away, you know, uh, messed up with well, Greg, too much moonshine, and and uh, you know things like that, or you know they have special needs. I don't know. Uh, it's they can good.
5: usually double their breath hold time. Now.
2: Okay, so you can double it to a minute, Jerry. <laughs> say, yeah, we, we know a guy. Jerry, practice in your bathtub. There here you go. And on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, it's always better where, gang?
3: Down, down, down better. Better.
2: Safe diving, everyone.
3: If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on radio.
0: Google. oxygen yes we all
3: miss our loved
0: ones and gases let's go